Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Yellow. Hi. Hey. I'm really happy to see you. I really like. I'm happy to see you too. Missed you. I was talking to, I got coffee today with my, my, I have been having like drinks and coffee with people just from like 10 years ago. Oh, I Who I just that. like have run into and been like, okay. And I was like, kind of putting it off. Cause I was like, I've just been too emotionally and physically exhausted to like small talk with people. But I was like, right. I'll just do it. And they were both lovely. And today I was with my camp friend and we were talking, I was talking about us and this podcast yeah. and I was like, yeah, it's like, it's been really hard sometimes. Like <laughs> when we only see each other to do the podcast and it feels like a transaction and I just like, we have to maintain the relationship. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And Got I was, to take each other on dates. I was Got to like, do little things. Sometimes I just like, I'll, I won't like spend yeah, time with Bridget. That like, isn't that about isn't this about podcast. podcast. And it like really hurts. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so Brooke and I are putting this podcast on hold to focus on <laughs> our relationship. <laughs> See y'all later. Um, Just as it gets good. Catfish has come back. I know. Full force. I but get like, more. But like as a person, we are potentially going. Kyle and I have decided. Stop. Wednesday, we are potentially going out on a date. Potentially. Like I'm, what do we think the probability of this actually happening is? I don't know. It seems different this time. What, is he a different person? He just like is telling me Someone things about take himself. His phone. Wow. And oh, so we had a girlfriend before, and he was trying to cheat on her, and now he doesn't. That's where my brain goes. I don't know. He's actually interested in seeing a new person. I don't think so. Because I like to go worst case scenario. <laughs> I think it's like I don't know. He's just being less sexual this time because I kind of mm. was like I put the kibosh on that. Sure. It's like if you're gonna talk to me. Talk to me. And also, but like every time I bring up meeting, he's, he's not like, no, you're not ready. It's like, okay, yeah. I'm, and I'm sort of like, huh? I'm like giving him. Fascinating. I'm giving him a week. Uh-huh. And that, because it's hard because this weekend my parents are here, but if I don't see him, meet him, by the end of next week, I'm just blocking his number. Good. Yeah. That's my plan. Solid. But it's like. Wow, I'm fascinated. He came back. I cannot believe it. You guys, it has been since January and he would just resurface and now here he is. Mostly on holidays. So on the Jewish something holidays. prompted him that was a totally Columbus other. Day. Of course. Classic. Indigenous I got caught today behind the Columbus Day. Um 
parade. There's a Columbus Day parade? Well, yeah, that's what I discovered when I walked in on it. And oh, just it was. Keep it like screwed on it. It's fragile. Okay. Um, I walked, I got stuck in Midtown because it's a fucking pain in the ass whenever anything happens. And mm-hmm. I was like, what's happening? And someone said Columbus Day. And I was like, that is the stupidest possible reason to have a parade. The stupidest reason to have a parade. Truly. I hope there were like a Nina, um, a Pinta, and a Santa Maria. No, not at all. That's I all wish. I care about. Just boats. Just boats. Boats. Brooke boats loves boats. After ladies. I love boats. I love chickens. Um, you eat them. I eat. I ate chicken, but I literally also love live chickens. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a little sadistic of me. I don't think so. I like. I think a lot of people have that cognitive dissonance between. It's just chickens and cows. Yeah. I like. We'll see a cow. Brooke, we've never come across an animal together <laughs> that you haven't gone. I love that animal. <laughs> Which I know is true because I feel the same, but just literally I have not heard you say this about any animal. <laughs> Should we just start listing them? I'm thinking I definitely love meerkats uh-huh. and lions uh-huh. and otters. Oh, I love otters. fish, <laughs> elephants, I don't giraffes. love fish, but I am fascinated by them. Uh-huh. Giraffes. Yeah, I love <laughs> You lot. said that about every animal on a safari we've <laughs> it's amazing it's just so pure i'm caught dead in my tracks (laughs) yep um shot dead baby (laughs) um well i gotta go (laughs) see you later speaking of outdoors and farms and shit um i had a big weekend yeah talk to me i went to eats con on saturday which is hosted by the instagram the infatuation and it was just like a food festival of uh food and we got um, Lily, friend of the pod. Lily and I ate an edible and went to this food festival and, like, killed it. There was a whole, like, so have you heard of um, Emily Burger at People on the Pod? No, never. It's We should go. It's in Brooklyn, and it is so good. Oh, yum. But they teamed up with Shake Shack, and they made this, like, mm. special burger. That um, sounds incredible. Emily yeah. Burger? I'm going to look up where it is in Brooklyn. It's in Fulton Street. It's right by Anna and Nick's old apartment. Oh. Oh, nice. Um, and then on yesterday I went apple picking and it was great. Yeah, you really put together a nice... Uh, I needed it. I was really depressed and now I feel okay. Good. <laughs> we love a restorative weekend. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um, I had a fun Friday night out and then I didn't leave my apartment until midday Sunday and then I went to dinner with my friend Reed and then I went to Hannah's housewarming party Nice. and then I made the choice to walk home directly across the park. Um, Oh, I've walked by Emily Burger. Mm -hmm. I've seen it. It's just called Emily, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think there's another one in, I there's think one in the West it. Village that's called something else. Yes, I've heard they're impossible to get into. Mm-mm. I was walking with, the reason I know this is because I walked by it with, I don't remember, I was on a date or something. And whoever it was was like, um, they only make a certain number of burgers a day, so you have to go early and, and like. Allison and I went and at like a 7 o'clock on like a Tuesday and it was totally oh, fine. Well, never mind. Someone was trying to make me think it was but way no, more no, exclusive but than it that is. is not, that's not wrong. Yeah. Um, and I made the choice to walk directly back through the park to my home, which was fine for the first third. And then I got into the park where it's 
pitch dead black. ass dark and there's noises all around you of nature which would be nice except I was like who lives in these woods and here's me walking so I just held my breath and had my my like call app open <laughs> I like it's so dark in there it's, you cannot see I know, where you're going I remember when we were there yeah and then but we, I was with the two of you at least and we were all heading back oh wait Sealy too yeah Sealy too at least Ari and I on the way back at each other but I had forgotten and had never done it alone and then when so I kept sweet. turning the light on my phone on and then being like everyone so I made it, which I was really glad about. Um, yeah, that's scary. Yeah. I would not have been okay. <laughs> well, at that point, it was like backtrack and get a car, you know, uh-huh. or I just committed. It. W- I won't do it again. Yeah. As I was as I was walking, I was like, this is how these stories start. And they're going to say, and she shouldn't have. And what was she doing? And <laughs> so <all> true. <laughs> because of this whole thing, Kyle made me share my location with him. So if and when I do see this guy. In case he kidnaps you. And <laughs> Kyle can Kyle save you. will know where I am at all times. Good. But also. That's just good thinking. Because I shared my location with him, every single group chat that I've ever been in with Kyle suddenly was on my <laughs> phone. Oh, wow. And I'm going to go through them Why? later. Like, th- And there's just... That's a lot. It just like tells them that I'm sharing my location with Kyle. Oh my like, God. So I, it told I everyone. Don't think, I don't think that it did. I hope not. That would be a really silly no, because thing it, to Ki- do. It didn't happen with Kyle. Oh, good. So it just something happened with your phone. It's so weird. That's very bizarre. Well, what a fun treasure trove of old things to go and but look uh, now through I, at it some doesn't, point. It doesn't say anything fun. Oh, dang. Um, but, yeah. Well, can't wait to hear whether you survive or not. Yeah, I've done a lot of things this week that I think my therapist is going to be like, um, Brooke? Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. I think she's going to be... guessing. I think she's going to raise an eyebrow about... The thing I texted you about. And also, I sent a text on Saturday to someone that I, like, didn't mm. need to engage with. Mm. But mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I was like, Fair. yeah. Why not engage with all the people who shouldn't be engaged with and just see what the fuck happens? <laughs> I was like, Liz is going to be like, go on dates. Remember Do last week when you, like, weren't okay? And be like, yeah. But then I did all these things that I probably shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. But I did them anyway. But and also now, some of those things happened to you. I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. Ish. <laughs> Look at you taking the agency and I'm like, if I don't shit. If I don't fight the dragons, they'll never go away. That's that's true. They might lose interest and go harass someone else, you know. Oh, eat someone that, else's sheep. Surprisingly that that dragon I don't know. I've, I, I've got to be honest. I have no, no idea, idea which you're dragons talking you're talking about at this point. I mean, there, are, there are several of them and they all are different scenarios. Some of them you made happen. Some of them happen to you. It's all just a thing, you know. It is all just a thing. Liz will help you clarify. I love Liz. Everybody, pour one out for Liz, <laughs> my therapist. I um, love her. My parents are coming. Okay, should we? Um, hey, 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 hey. What's up, Bridget? Hey, Brooke. <laughs> Hi, Bridget. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Splat, Splat the podcast where me, Brooke, and me, Bridget, talk about sex, sex in the city. Mm-hmm. Ten years, sex, younger. sex city, mm-hmm. sex city, sex, sex city. Bitch. Yeah, that's it. Um, we talk about sex in the city, mm-hmm. 10 years younger. Mm-hmm. And 20 years later. Yeah, that's the podcast. You're here for it. We're here for it. Everyone's queer for it. We love it. <laughs> I am going to get my dry cleaning out of Brooks Dryer. Hang yep. on, everybody. Brooks Corner, where she sits and watch Bridget. She's cleaning the dryer. She's walking over to the table. She's taking a dress outside the table. She's putting it back in for another five minutes. Five minutes until the next check. 
I hope you enjoyed the BBC's inside look at Bridget doing her laundry. This has been another Brooke Wiseman exclusive. <laughs> A rare sighting as the elusive Bridget emerges from her cave to do dry cleaning. See, you're better at it than no, me. No, this is just what I used to do on intolerably long hiking, tr- can- like hiking trails with campers who didn't want to be there. I would love that. I want to go hiking. I was actually... Mm-hmm. Um, the zip car in me. Yeah, has, girl, you've oh, got access now. I have I have the key to the zip car. That's and killer. A garage. Well, we had to go to the Bronx, but there's one right there if we can like plan it. Mm, that's a very exciting. And I love driving. Our window is closing on weather that will be hikeable. So let's go like maybe next. Let's talk about this. Yeah, we'll but figure I, it out. I also, or I want to go to Storm King. Um, yes. Any and all, although I also think that would not be as good in no, we should go soon. actual fall weather. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to go to Prospect Park in the fall. It's gorgy. Gorgy. I wouldn't know because when I walked through last night, it was pitch fucking black. <laughs> well, like the leaves haven't really started turning yet. Really? They're down all over where but, I am. I guess turning. Yeah, fully. Um, They're just leaves all over already. It always happens so fast. It's like you blink. Well, yeah, I also left work at 620 and it was dark, so. We've hit the point. I'm already upset. Anyway, guys, get ready for another year of me slowly complaining (laughs) increasingly about the light outside. Um, This is why you're all here. So happy you've come back for more. There's actually a book about it called All the Light You Cannot See, which Mm -hmm. is just about Bridget longing for daylight savings. It's just like every day how I feel about the less light (laughs) or the more light and how that completely dictates my life. Super fun. Um. Carrie Bradshaw knows guys, good sex, everyone. I love Sex in the City. <laughs> Brooke is getting deep into it. It's fun to watch her get re-excited. I love this this era. Oh, wait. Let me turn the captions on. So this episode is called Plus One. I will say if the whole show was what episode five and what you've told, or season five and what you've told me season six is like, I think it would be a much higher quality show overall. Season six I was just looking because there's only what eight episodes. Yeah, we're we're we only have like a couple episodes left, mm-hmm. and um, of season five, of season five, which means like all of the stuff that I thought had probably happened in season five, like so much gets happened packed into in season, season six. six, and like it's like they knew they were running out of time and had to do all the. Well, good I think stuff. they knew it was the final season, and I think. But, like, Samantha's, like, real, like, her whole, basically, she has an entire series worth of arc in season six. Yeah, that's crazy, because they finally realized they did her dirty all this time and that she deserved more. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait for you to see it. It might be a while. It's going to be a little bit, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So, even the most cynical New York woman dreams of all her life. Or It's the day that the day. even the most cynical New York woman dreams of all her life. And Anthony is there, and he's like, "White everything, W H I T." And no, and I'm like, it's "Isn't not that just wedding. a metaphor for yeah, America truly. these days?" It's not her wedding; it's her it's book, her book release party. party, which she's she looks so cute about. on the cover. Yeah, the, it looks the cover shoot ended up exactly what Carrie wanted mm-hmm. and what everyone else is happy with. It looks like her. It looks like what you imagine Sex in the City. Um, I'll be honest with you; I like just Sarah Jessica. Okay, I like the short hair. Mm-hmm. I pretty much can't stand how they style it this entire episode yeah i looks like bad well, the except whole for time. one time when it's oh no no except for when she's at lunch later mm-hmm. when it's half up half down and yes curly. I exactly like that. i would agree um, the rest of it i don't think they're doing her any favors out, like she looks very matronly in a way she does it's it's just not a great cut 
Uh, Miranda, Miranda is back at work. She, our working mom. She can have it all. She puts a picture of little Brady up. Um, on her, she has like a little stand thing holding all her business cards and she slips his face on it. And who should call? But, but Walker. The old one night stand Walker. Chuck Bass. Or no, Senior Bass. Chuck's senior Bass. Oh, that's why he looks, man, he has not aged. He looks as good here as he did in that He's, show. This is the guy that we thought was Ed Harris, but right, is actually. Right, but is not. Bass Chuck's, Senior. Yeah, Bass Senior. Bass Senior. Dart, Bart, Bart Bass. Does that sound right? Sure. Sure. I like a good alliteration. Why not? I love a good alliteration. Okay, it paused, so I'm going to go and whip him out. What's going on with me? Hmm. What do you all want to know about me? Do you have any questions for me? So Bridget's wearing a pair of pants that I gave her, and it's so funny to me because they, like, just clear her ankle, and on me, I had to, like, fold them. You are a very sexy spider. What do you guys think that Bridget's um, phone sex operator name should be? Send us, send us your thoughts, your T-H-O-T-S thoughts. Everybody, we found a dead mouse, a dead mouse in our closet yesterday, and that's... Just to be clear, you saw electronic music artist dead mouse yesterday in here? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I'm really into trap music. Yeah, baby. Uh, it fits with our personality. You I think just, so. Yeah. Just like, give me a lot of MDMAs and send me on my way. <laughs> <laughs> give me a lot of MDMAs. <laughs> that's what the kids call them, Scoop right? Scoop me out the door. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to do a lot of... Um, we're hip. We're cool. We're fine. I love that. Mm-hmm. Drugs. Mm-hmm. Rock and roll. Drogas. Drogas. All right. So Miranda's on the phone with Bart Bass. It's definitely Bart Bass now that the words are in my mouth. It is. I'm sure you're right. Um, And she hasn't seen him in months. So she kind of gives him a little like goofy like, oh, I didn't think I'd ever hear from you. And the thing is, like major events have happened in her life since the last time she saw him. She's had a baby. And he's like, what's up? What's new with you? And she's like, not much. And then she invites him to be her plus one at the book party. Which is like, if I were Carrie and... You guys brought like a if I if it were like my book party and you brought like a first date or like a fuck boy, I mm-hmm. think I would be mad because I would want you to be at the party with me. Like I would want you to celebrate with me. Interesting. Like well, Charlotte's planning on doing the same thing. I know, and I feel weird about it. But I think to them, it's more important to have a date. Oh, that's so weird. Because they all have plus ones and they don't want to go without. So Charlotte has some tall, blonde, white person. Who is her newest handsome man, perfect project. And they kiss in the hallway and went outside of her apartment. And one of the crudgy old ladies is like, she says, have a nice afternoon, Mrs. Crawler. And the woman's like, it was a nice afternoon. And you are left to assume she's deeply insulted by the kissing. Um, And now Amy Sedaris is really excited about this book party. And I texted Bridget earlier when I was watching. I was like, I cannot. Mm-hmm. I cannot discern between Princess Caroline from BoJack Horseman and this character. I like. I told you last week really, that when I was on the train, I forgot what I was looking but at just by the strength of her voice. Like in this context. Because she gets very excited and her voice does that. I'm excited thing that Princess Caroline does. And you guys, so good. if you're wondering what the visceral reaction you just heard me have Her was, gasp. It's because we paused right as Berger came in through the door. A young, a young Ron Livingston. A young Ron Livingston. He is, he is very cute. He is very he has, my type. <laughs> yes, I... 30 seconds into this scene, I was like, yeah, of course he's her favorite. (laughs) (laughs) 
This is the least uh, surprising he's thing so of all. Smart time. and he's so witty and it's he has the, a messenger bag and he's more a little the wittiness. scruffy yes. and he looks it's, like a cute little boy. Well, he, he is your type to a T. Super to physically, my, physically, but also banter wise. He has. Ugh. I'm gonna say whoever writes Burger. Why haven't you written for this show earlier? <laughs> because suddenly there's like ceaselessly hilarious lively he's writing so cute like and I, granted he pulls it off too but i'm like where has this show been hiding this is not how this show has felt until now till, to me no at all he's very cute he's an author he walks in and surprises carrie in um, and she is so flustered, office. just like i am <laughs> he it turns out he's written a, a comic for men and uh, she was like, what's it called? And he says, half off. It's just called half off now and because he's just been self-deprecating about how poorly he's doing. And, and it's very funny. Amy Sedaris is talking about how like they should get to know each other because Burger's been through all of it. And they're both writers and et cetera, et cetera. So he takes her and they go and get McDonald's. Which and the, continue ban- the banter continues in the park. Ceaselessly. Thing. And also, it's just like a lot for me because she's <laughs> – drinking a strawberry shake and burgers like really strawberry and personally I he's like who orders that after they're 11 I me Brooke yep. I have strawberry ice cream in my fridge right, freezer right I now I said after you're 11 Brooke sorry 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 so <laughs> three years I have three more years mm-hmm. um but it's so funny I actually like I have a whole thing about strawberry ice cream with an with a former lover of mine Wow, it's almost like you've lined the people you've <laughs> dated up with men in this show. But that's the big. That's the big. Uh-huh. Big and I have, we love strawberry ice cream. <laughs> I'll let you have that one. So uh, Carrie is very, very deeply charmed by this guy. As Even am I. as he's making fun of. <laughs> So everyone, Brooke likes burger, and that's what we're going to talk about for the next hour. Bridget hates me right now. <laughs> no, I don't. I just, it's fascinating the way this has, I think you'd forgotten how strongly you felt about this. Yeah. I mean, I had a strong reaction too. There's no question. He's by far the most charming. And honestly, he has a better connection with Carrie than any of them. Any of them. So yes, I will. Um, At least at this point from what I've seen, and maybe it's just they hired a guest writer for this show who they should have kept on forever. Well, what I'll say is... When Burger entered the show for the first time, the writers and producers wanted her to end up with Burger. So we know that that's not what happens. Mm-hmm. We don't know how or why. Mm-hmm. You don't know how or why. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's such a good, it's so. So they wanted it to be different. They wanted him to, it to be different. Yeah. Oh my God. Also just like remembering how this relationship ends. You're right. I do do that. And it's like a little bit fucked up. <laughs> so <laughs> just like. This is the post-it one. I know that. Yeah. I don't know all of it, but I know I know the details. Um, I mean, I don't know all the details, but I know the basics. That's better. Um, and he's like, well, okay, what's up next? She says, what do you mean? And he's like, well, what are we going to do on our day together? And he says, I have to go pick up dry cleaning. Do you want to come with me? Would that be weird? She is, for half of this episode, wearing some sort of insane push-up bra. Because although her tits are very nice and mm-hmm. we talk about them all the time, none of none of this looks natural no and carrie says we're having one of those great first dates that you can only have when it's not an actual date which is like such a real Mm -hmm. thing yes very much so it's an accident and they find a playing card on the ground and he picks it up and he says ah it's stupid i collect found playing cards they're all over the city and she's surprised by it because she's never noticed and he says you will now because that's how that works which is true it's like you know someone says something to you or you learn a new word and then you see it like six times the next day he just found a two of hearts says so it's a good day two of hearts feels like symbolic because Uh they're two hearts the hearts and the two of them yeah and the hearts you know love is represented by hearts hearts it's a a subtle message but it's there there's two of them Mm -hmm. they have people with hearts and so she's like carrie working up the 
Cur- they're walking very slowly also. They're like really truly enjoying each other's company. She's like, would you be my plus one for my book party? I don't have a date. And he's On like. Thursday. And he's like. He's a little bit taken aback for the first time only because he says I would love that and he means it. But he says my girlfriend's parents are in town and they're staying with us. So we find out that he not only has a girlfriend, but that they I love are the way Carrie says living this. together. She's like, so then bombs just started exploding. Exploding. I have a girlfriend. We live together. There's flirtations <laughs> in your head. It's and the, the women are true. like, he should have told you that. And they're like, maybe they shouldn't have told you that. And well, then Carrie's like, well, Miranda's well, like, well, I didn't. Charlotte says he's an asshole. And Carrie says, I don't, I don't actually think, think so. he's an asshole. She says, we had a spark. Um, I never spark. And Samantha's thing was like, well, when does he tell her? He's known her for an hour and a half. You know, does he lead with that? And she says, I hate when guys do that. I say, is that seat taken? And he says, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> Jesus. But Miranda is like, I didn't tell Walker I have a baby. Right. Right. Withholding information. And she, Carrie's like, I wonder if they're happy. And she's like, I've self-admittedly, she's like, the Burger and his girlfriend. I wonder how happy they are. But she says, this is not a good side of me. And all her friends are like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlotte's like, the universe telling you that. Your uh, person is still out there. And Samantha's like, or that they're not. They're all taken. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I think that's Miranda. Yeah. She's like, or it's telling you that oh, yeah. uh, all the good men are taken. Oh, and Carrie says this thing, which is if she's like, I don't remember what he looks like. And that's what happens when I really like someone. It's just a feeling. Mm-hmm. What he looks like or what his voice sounds like. Mm-hmm. I, I Looks like? For me, it's voice. Mm. If I can't remember what your voice sounds like, it means I really like you. Weird. I, I don't remember most people's voices until I know them super well, I think. I don't know. Maybe I've just projected that onto myself because this show has um, Fair brainwashed me at a young age. We all have our things, though. I definitely do that. Voices are, are intense to me. Yeah. I will like, especially if I'm listening to something, but like I will... I will form whole opinions on someone based on their voice. and Oh, absolutely. Strong stuff. It's like when, and also like. Even if, if it's like a perfectly normal voice that wouldn't affect someone else, sometimes there's something in it where I'm either just like deeply drawn to it or I'm like, I nope, No, I absolutely, absolutely no. I'm the same. I guess that's human. It's only human natural. <laughs> <laughs> only natural human. <laughs> um, oh. And so it's progressively throughout this episode, also Miranda's hair, and, and it's intentional, just like gets more and more ratchet. It Yeah, it starts it starts in a fine place, boring mom cut, and then it gets... Whoopee, so they're still whoopee, talking whoopee. about like all the like subtle ways that um, that, that Burger could have like... Dropped hints of that he, you know, was seeing someone seriously. But also, again, ostensibly it was professional. This is also so funny. <laughs> Miranda's like, <laughs> I would have said... If She's, had- she said he did... She, after she says that she didn't tell Walker, she says, well, he didn't ask. If he'd asked if I'd given birth recently, I would have said, how recently? Define well, define recently. recently. <laughs> it's so good. And they're like, you have to tell him that you have a child. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I, I mean, if I didn't have a baby, this would be a guy I'd be dating. And Charlotte's like, if Carrie's guy didn't have a girlfriend and it's a guy she'd be dating. And it's like, how many games can we play but that But they're not. Like- yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a, it's an impossible game and you'll kill yourself. You have a baby, Miranda. You have a baby, Miranda. Burger has a girlfriend. Carrie looks insane right now. It's awful, guys. It's like <laughs> it's she so took her sheer curtains down and turned them into a dress. Or and like then, a hoop skirt, but took out the mm-hmm. hoop. Yeah, and just strapped two straps on it. A kerchief, like a babushka, and just a black bra hanging out of all of it. And she's like, and high heels. if you don't it's have a plus bad. one, but you're all alone, is it zero? And she's she, like, she says, nonsense. It is, <laughs> if you lose 
if your one plus one loses a one, does it actually add up to zero? So the idea, like, if you don't have a second, are you nothing by yourself, basically? Which is a heady question. Yeah. Do you have, do you want to try to unpack that or should we move on? I think, well, this episode is interesting because it it dives into that in the sense of, like, Stanford later, we'll get there, but he talks about, Mm -hmm. like, I wasn't anybody until somebody loved me, you know? And I think actually that is a really unhealthy trope that we buy into as a culture and massively. And that's sort of what Carrie says. Yeah. I think it's, I think it is amazing to have somebody, mm-hmm. I, to have like a person and to have a teammate and to have a duo. But it, I don't think, I don't think it's, I don't think it's true that you need that to have worth. But I do think often as a single person, depending, you have to prove yourself in a lot of other ways to society, whether or not you mm-hmm. want to. Yeah. And as a woman to be single either looks like something to be pitied at a certain point or something that's like a definitive choice where you're being like, fuck men. And yeah, but sometimes it's not either of those. things. No, sometimes it's just you want to live your life your way. Yeah. So Samantha is getting Botox. She goes in and the nurse is like explaining to her some basic things. And she's like, yes, I know. And the doctor's like, please, she's been here many times before. And he's like, oh, some new ones. And the point is, Samantha could handle the stress of her job, but not the stress lines. And And before he sticks a needle in her forehead, he says, what about a chemical peel? Takes 15 minutes, makes you look 10 to 20 years younger. And Samantha's like, oh, a chemical peel? But you think she would see herself. So it doesn't, it's like her whole face is like. Basically, it took the top layer off of her skin and she looks like a horror movie light villain. Like, I just feel like before you offer someone a chemical peel, you should should tell them it'll take three days to, or, you know, you'll have to be inside for a week. It's your face or like, don't have any events you need to go to. Right. Also, it makes me think of the closest thing it makes me think of is, um, in Arrested Development when they turn, when maybe films her grandmother Mm -hmm. after her face job and they turn her into the villain from the the monster from the movie (laughs) that's literally like what samantha looks like it's very it looks like someone threw acid on her face. basically yeah um so carrie is at a restaurant and her hair looks cute in this scene and candace bergen her editor basically she's there alone she's eating alone so she's reading a hello and her yeah as brooke was saying her editor from vogue comes in and like is also eating alone and neither of them they don't like each other very much nor do they want to – it's Enid, played by Candace Bergen. She's the one who was so impossible. Like, her oh, yeah, boobs, boobs don't – aren't yeah, that. No. I don't know what they're doing to them, but that's not what her boobs look like. Um, Enid is the the woman who she didn't jive with at first, and then after her editor got gross with her, she went back. Yeah. Um, and they're both eating alone and got seated next to each other, so they have to do this. It's like the worst nightmare it's scenario. Awful. And Carrie's like, do you want to join me? And she's like, oh, no. I'm just reading. And they, like, have a really uncomfortable... But she, like, agrees. Like, it seems to me like this character wouldn't be afraid to be, like... I agree that Candace Bergen would be, like, I'm here to eat alone. And she'd be fine with it and Carrie'd be relieved. But I guess the idea is that, like, even under hard exteriors, there's a lot of vulnerability. And that she's getting tapped into Enid's here. Yes. So they have this funny back and forth where Carrie's, like, really trying and Edith will give her, like, a one-word nothing answer. Yeah, and they're just, like, it's so tense. And then finally she, like, mentions that there's a – her lover lives over here and Carrie's, like, ooh, a man. And, like, she's still 
doesn't really give anything. And Carrie's like, come on. I'm dying over here. She's like, you got to give me something. In like the most Sarah Jessica Parker, like cutie little way. It is. It's very her. And then she gets excited about the man and she's like, oh, so you can have it all. She's like, look, you have an amazingly fulfilling career and you have a man. Like, and she's like, God on damn the, it. On the east side, I have a man and he has another woman on the west side, which is like presumably his wife ostensibly yeah and or ostensibly is a new presumably <laughs> presumably is better presumably oh, I, ostensibly is a big one for me i ostensibly. say that all the time that's right baby yeah uh so she says pool. luckily the park provides a buffer and carrie says you're okay with that and she candace bergen aka enid appears to be she's like i have a full-time job she's like that's the key to having it all i couldn't have a man full-time stop expecting it to look like what you thought it was going to look like and i'm like okay i'm on board with Candace. she says that's true of all of the fall lines and it's true of all relationships so right now you're like yes candace bergen okay nothing looks like you expect it to i think that is an incredible piece of advice honestly charlotte has sex with her perfect plus one and it's perfect. And then he even sleeps over. And in the morning, she hears the door and she's like, oh, I ordered us breakfast. I'll go get it. And she puts on a robe. And as she's going to get the door, instead of... When did of, she order them breakfast? I know. It doesn't make any sense. Like night before breakfast. Maybe uh, you can do that. I love morning time in bed. Me too. Me too. And then she goes to get the door and she... Um, and it's unlocking itself. It's unlocking itself. And guess and who then walks through the door? Poor. Alohomora. <laughs> worse than Trey, it's Bunny. Bunny, Bunny. And they have this just horrifying scene, basically, where Bunny dresses her down. She's like, look, I got a call from the co-op board. And She's they so... saw you kissing in the hallway. And then they saw you come home last night with... We presume the same man, but we couldn't be sure. And she's like, get out of my apartment. And this is, and Bunny is like, like, this is a McDougal apartment. Well, she says, it's not your apartment. And, and, um, Charlotte says, Trey gave it to me. And she was like, it's not Trey's to give. <laughs> It'll be in the, this apartment is on, it is under the McDougal name. And you, unlike you, Charlotte, Charlotte York. <laughs> and then, Charlotte basically like, and then the guy appears and he's like, and he hears Bunny pointedly saying, you're still married because the divorce isn't finalized. You're you're married. Of course, because he loses his mind. And because Bunny is really trying to, he doesn't give her a chance to explain at all. Um, Although also if my, whoever I was seeing's crazy mother-in-law showed up and it was date one, I would probably be like, yeah, I'm dipping out. (laughs) Um, And Charlotte basically kicks her out. Which she does have the right to do. It's her apartment. And thank God she's going to change the locks, which she should have done a long time ago, honestly. Well, I don't think she expected this. Her hair looks amazing. It really does. Imagine just getting out of bed and it looking like that. I honestly believe that for Charlotte, it does. She's the one woman in the world who wakes up and looks like this. At camp. Juliana. Do you remember Juliana? Oh, yeah. I believe that, too. She's, like, the most beautiful human. I know. I remember at camp, I was like, she used to wake up and, like, shake her hair out. And I was like, fucking rainbows fell out of that girl's hair. She's so pretty. Upsetting. Upsetting. Um, Carrie's signing books and like has like it's just like I don't know she's if this getting is, ready for the party has this ever happened to you where you've just gotten like four phone calls I guess if I were having like an event like something like a party uh, yeah big time and she only has one line one line can you imagine so silly <laughs> or I guess they're not texting about anything at this point you know? so she true. has to have a phone call Char- uh, Stanford is looking at Charlotte calls her and is oh. basically like I'm having a bunny problem and then she's like oh actually I gotta go well Carrie's the other line rings and she's like oh no a locksmith is here Bunny's back. And so, good Sa- for Stanford is looking at the same shoe in different colors. He's li- he's also talking on his phone through headphones with an attached 
um, microphone in them, which I was yeah. like, damn, wow, those came along fast with the microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just look at them ramping up technology left and right. I, I love it. Um, and they're talking about nobody loves you till some you're nobody till somebody loves you <laughs> nobody loves you till you're somebody is also true and carrie's like i can't believe i used to like that song it's the codependent, codependent national, national anthem. anthem and stanford's like you're jealous mm-hmm. and carrie's like but you're my plus one you, you know, know the, the gay, gay guy, guy is the single, single gal safety net, net. just I what s- every gay man would like to hear kyle you hear that <laughs> you're just there for my safety net mm-hmm. kyle and i actually got drinks last night and it was really it was the best he's your best friend brooke <laughs> Of course it was the best. That's what best friends are good for. I know, but it was just like, we had just like, we haven't like, we like went out and like talked yeah, and just had, had like, like good, time. like ho- like challenging conversations with each other Ooh, about like look at that. things and it, challenges. I love it. And like you just like, you can say things to someone that only like when you're only like that close with another version of this is that Lily at EatsCon, we each peed and we were holding drinks and we both got back and I was like, Oh, do you want to try mine? And she's like, Oh, I tried it while you were in the bathroom. Do you want to try mine? And I was like, I tried it while you were in the bathroom. <laughs> and then yeah, we, we hugged and it was great. Oh, friends um, are the best. Friends, friends are the best are the in the world. Best in the world. I'm glad you and Kyle had that time. Yeah, it was good. I'll, um, it was good. But you're more to me as I like I'm going yeah he's more to me than the my safety net oh I need to yeah, of course shave. it's also just like this show doesn't go deep on it pretends like it's about gay shit but it doesn't <laughs> sex in the city pretends that it's about gay shit <laughs> pretends it's about a lot of things and so then and she gets another call and it's Samantha and, and she says honey I've had a little something done it's not as bad as yesterday and basically Carrie who of course doesn't understand the extent of the situation because Samantha doesn't tell her no she doesn't she's basically like um you have to come. I need you to be there. You're she's, my PR person. And you're she's not your, just my her plus one. Right. Um, she's like, there are going to be 8,000 people there. I would like to see one familiar face, please. And she's Samantha's right. like, I'm not sure it's going to be familiar is what she's thinking to herself. So um, she's really, she's laying it on thick. And Samantha's being a very good friend. The but way also Samantha's impulse pie here was maybe not the smartest choice. There's a niche reference here. But they're styling Carrie's hair as if she were doing the don't tell mom a number in cabaret and she's playing Sally Bowles. That mm-hmm. is the way that it looks. Mm-hmm. Very close. So yeah. It's like a baby doll moment. It's very like it's a PC short bob it, kind of. But then the way that they style it is so it's, it has like flippy individual sections yeah, kind of. Bad. It's really it's not a good look for anybody I don't think. So we're at the party. And there are beautiful little cupcakes with sh- icing shoes on them. And that were being passed around by beautiful little waiters. And she's being photographed. And she's in front of a beautiful display of her books. I like. I don't mind her hair here. Agreed. I, I think curly is the best look for the short hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't think this is her best dress. No. It makes me really sad. It's kind of shapeless like and ugly. It's like a potato sacky. It is. Amy Sedaris is so excited to be there. She wants to kiss a boy <laughs> tonight. She sees a cute one. And she uh, zips away. She zips away to go and smooch. Ooh, cute guy, she says. <laughs> and then she like shrugs her shoulders I love and goes her. after him. She's perfect for this. And Carrie um, meets Carol, Harold Keenan of The New Yorker. Who's been following her career. He looks like a poor man, Sam Waterston. A little bit. I, I actually there I was with a poor man, Sam Waterston, today. I thought of you. Um, and uh, <laughs> Samantha shows up basically looking like she's at her f- husband's funeral and she's 25 and had the, mur- the gardener murder him. <laughs> It's like a little it's black like a big white brimmed and, hat. Yeah, with and, a little uh, veil off of it and feathers yeah. and things. And basically she and Harold Keenan are like, what's happening here? And 
Harold Keenan sees her face after she pulls the veil and just, up and almost passes out. And then just walks away. He just shakes her hand because she says, I'm Carrie's publicist, which you're like, well, here's an issue. If she's here as Carrie's publicist, this causes a much bigger deal than it looks like. She Maybe looks she should like just be her friend. The Tin Man, but they accidentally used rust colored <laughs> paint instead of. I do. I'm very curious how they did the makeup here. I want to know. TV She magic. says it was an impulse pur- purchase. And Carrie's like, no, no, gum is an impulse purchase. You look like beef carpaccio. <laughs> she was veiled down, I think. And then Carrie's like, or Samantha gets a little annoyed. And she's like, do you know how many dinner parties I've sat through for you and how many things I've done for you? And she takes the hat off and Carrie's like, no, 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 the hat was good. <laughs> when, oh, she looks amazing. I mean, this shirt. Yeah, it's really cool. Women should not have to hide in the shadows. She's like, wear a ribbon and make a political statement <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> and then Samantha turns around <laughs> and she just starts announcing to people, I've had a chemical peel. And Carrie's like, and she's not afraid to say it. She is not. New boyfriend Rockette says, when I had my nose job, I stayed in for a month. And Stanford just wants to go flaunt Marcus in front of Mario Cantone, Anthony. Because of the time that Charlotte tried to set them up and Anthony was a, a mean. A mean meanie. A mean meanie. He's literally just picking up bites of things and putting them back on the next tray that walks by. I love it. He's Mari- a little chaos monster. Mario Cantone was in the first Broadway show I ever saw. No way. Mm-hmm. Really? He was in the revival of Assassins. Wow. We must have talked about that. Probably. I think we did. Um, and he's like, oh, how long you two been going together? Stanford does this funny thing when he sees him where Charlotte's like, you've met. And, and Stanford's like... like mm-hmm. Oh, of course. <laughs> He's also wearing these like little um, geometric yellow tinted sunglasses that I'm like, oh, that's exactly the sunglasses everyone was wearing this summer, basically, that everyone got into. Yeah. Um, Stanford was ahead of it. He's like four months and Mara's like, oh, four long months. Good for you. <laughs> and then Stanford does the the thing that anthony wants where he starts getting defensive and he's like yeah but we're in love and like touching um, marcus's face all over and And mario (laughs) canton is just like shrimpy and he and stanford he like walks away because and stanford's like he has a large penis (laughs) he also says that they're getting a house in the hamptons and after um after anthony walks away charlotte's like so we're in the hamptons (laughs) and so Bart Bass and Miranda are making out and they're like, we should go. I'm like, we should go somewhere. If you were Carrie, wouldn't you want to be like, at least see Miranda? Yeah. I think, didn't they see each other briefly? Maybe not. I guess she hasn't seen Miranda. Yeah. No, we don't get like a friend moment really. No. Yes. Oh no. I thought she, wow. No, no, no. It's weird. I guess Carrie has a billion other things to do, you know, and she has other nights to see her friends, but no, she also says to Samantha, it'd be nice to have one friendly face there. So it's like, she's not anticipating seeing Charlotte or or Miranda, which is kind of funny. Miranda tells Bart Bass that she has a kid and he kind of freaks out. He's He's like, like, is it mine? She's like, oh my God, no. And then he, he, she explains the story and he's like, I'm really bad with kids. And she's like, look, I'm the same person I was before. And I would really like to fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) So she leads him away. And she's they, like, I'm still me. Let's look, go. months from now, if we're still together, we'll figure this out. But for now, it's just us. I'm still the same person. She's, they're doing really hot. Like, you know, you can like feel the tension oh, between them. Speaking of, can I just show you one text? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Someone's ready to fuck Brooke. <laughs> she's dancing on the couch <laughs> right now. Oh, you Good guys. things happening. Brooke's going to have her own Bart Bass and Miranda moment. <laughs> Faces I'm all, close. I'm all heading to a, a room somewhere to do the deed. Exclusively Hilton. <laughs> she just propped her chin up on, on her wrist and looked all cute about it. You should go double tree. Don't they give you free cookies? Oh, I do love the double tree. That is a Hilton thing. But listen, I just go where I'm told. 
Go where you're told. You slip into a robe. <laughs> where you lead, I will follow. Anywhere. That you tell me to. Mm-hmm. So they're going to get hot and heavy. And honestly, this is one of the hotter interactions I've seen on this show. Where just like genu- the, whole, the way they're like standing and talking to each other and then like leave. I love the captain. The way he follows her too is just like. And when we cut to them on their couch, like he's barely out of his clothes. She isn't out of hers. Right. You know, but they had been, like, time to drink wine and light candles. I assume that was like, let's set the mood. And then it was like, no, we're just fucking. <laughs> And uh, and Carrie says this weird voiceover that's like, Miranda can home still bring bacon. home the bacon and bring home the baby. No, no, it's worse than that. Bring home the bacon, bring home the baby, and bring home the orgasm. <laughs> Terrible. And then oh. the baby starts crying right as she's about to come. And she's like, mommy's coming. But it's, of course, not what she wants to be coming. And Barbaz is like, nope. I nope. don't think I can do this. I told you I'm not a baby guy. Couldn't. And she's like, could I please just come first? And he looks over, hears the crying, and then just like collapses, collapses on her. her. And she throws her. She goes, oh, he goes all with her arms. Exactly. And then she goes into Brady's room. Little cutie little baby nursery. And as she walks in, he stops. She like throws her heels down. I love that she's carrying them still. Oh, because she's in, the baby's in her room. Oh, right. Which is why they were fucking on the couch. And, um... She My picks him. She's like, "Oh, see me if of I did that. course you start stop crying now." And then she picks him He's up. So cute. He also looks like Steve somehow. It's amazing. And she's she like they have this moment where she like looks at him and she sees he her baby. He really looks like he's an it's amazing casting. He looks like he the looks child like of Steve. It's crazy. And she's like, "So this is a it, huh?" And she like kind of has a moment with the baby. It's really nice. And Carrie says. That was her plus one, you know, like she's, she's fully in and now she can't pretend to, she's not going to pretend to anyone. She doesn't have this baby as, as part of her package deal. It's 2002. Isaac Mizrahi's target line is about to come out. And they're just like, Isaac Mizrahi, we got Isaac Mizrahi for the show. (laughs) They drop as himself. And he's like, me, Isaac Mizrahi. I'm saying this thing like literally like. He literally says his name. It's so (laughs) funny. And he's with Enid and Enid is like, great party. And Carrie says, thank you. Even Enid has a, you know. Worth coming downtown for. And Enid goes, hmm. (laughs) Like smiles. And Carrie's like, I don't, was that a yes or no? And so Carrie's like, I can have my cake and eat it too because she got a thing. And then suddenly she steals like one cake off of a tray. And as she's so looking down, making cute. her way down the stairs, the little smirk of he's it all. Very, very oh cute. my God, it really gets me. He's real cute. He's so, the sweater, it is so my type. It is he's wearing, so yeah, he's wearing disgusting. A, a crew neck shirt with a v neck sweater Ugh. over it with a blazer over it. He's like that. schlubby in just the cutest, most delicious way. And you can tell he's so torn. He doesn't know what to do. And I'm like, mm. yeah, <laughs> he looks like he's like an accountant whose secret passion is playing piano you know (laughs) (laughs) who who yeah all of that it's and he's like I thought you're she she says I thought you weren't gonna come and he's like I had to come because he likes her he does because he obviously what this confirms to us is she wasn't making this bark up she doesn't quite buy it but also her strap strap falls down and it's like sassy and he tells her she looks great and she's like thank you so much for coming by and then she walks past him he also does this thing after she pushes by him on the stairs where he turns to look at her and then he kind of like does this face at himself where he's like he knows he's kind of fucked something or he knows he can't have what he wants kind of like it's yeah. just it's all right there it's also very good acting because it's not like they're well, all yeah, over each he's other he's an it's amazing just like, actor yeah and carrie walks over and her strap is still down which is so funny i love it we finally get charlotte and samantha and carrie and i think she goes to charlotte she's like i had to let him go right and charlotte's like yeah you did you had to let him go and Samantha's like, can I please go home? I'm done being your publicist for the night in my face. And they're like, I can't believe you came out like this. And Samantha says, honey, I would not have left the house for anyone but you. It's so nice. 
And then she, she is literally wearing a shirt that is sleeves and then like a big flowy shirt that's just been cut up the middle it's unbelievable. and up the middle of the back. I don't understand how she can pull it off. It's just like curtains on her body. And Charlotte's like, I think I'm going to go to like Anthony is going to go fuck a waiter, which is like literally what happened to Harry Potter opening. <laughs> Kyle like left with some boy. Yep. I was like, well, but he is not your gay safety net. He is not your gay safety net. <laughs> no, I was trying, someone was trying, they were trying to set me up with, well, I'm um, unclear what's happening. Unclear what's happening. Also, my ex-boyfriend is here, and also that there's just like about that. like a lot that there uh, that I feel weird about there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also really drunk, and I'm just not in. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this is not mm-hmm. the environment for this. You to took happening. control of your moment, and you didn't do that. So Carrie's like talking about how she's like the ice sculpture that uh, the party's happening around because no one's really talking to her, which is odd. And then she's like, I had to let him go, right? I just wish he'd told me right up front. But also that would have been so weird. He was ostensibly on like a business lunch to talk to her. And if the first thing he'd said was, I have a girlfriend, Carrie would have been like, okay. Yeah. And Charles like, there are some things people don't admit. Because, because they just don't like the way it sounds. Like, I'm divorced. Or I'm getting divorced. Or a million other things. Or I have a baby is the other unspoken one in this. Yeah. And, and Carrie he- says, I'm lonely. And then she says, I'm lonely. The loneliness is palpable. And Charlotte's kind of like, both I think recognizes it and also knows that none of her placating anything will. Carrie's talking about something deep and real. I've like had this moment. Yeah. It's like, this is just like such a relatable, just like you, I mean, the whole conceit of this episode is like having it all and like the guise of having it all and like what is underlying. And the guise of having it all. Am I right? Nice, Bridget. (laughs) Thank you. Um, but it's just like, I love these when we, I, I just like the writing is suddenly like great. <laughs> it's just, it's nuanced. It's deeper. It's funnier. It feels more real. Yeah. It feels less like what kooky TV show plot can we put up today? Like yeah. every single part of this felt real to me today. Yeah. Today. Today. Today on all days. Today on the day of indigenous peoples. <laughs> Indeed. The day formerly known we as. We watch a bunch of white women fuck around. <laughs> And then Enid comes storming and she's like, why didn't you tell me you invited Cliff? And we find out that Cliff is there and he's with his West Side woman. So probably his wife. Yes. Um, The guy from primetime sports. He's like a cable. He's like a somebody. And Carrie can't believe it's that guy. And she's like, well, is it your side or her side? And she's like, we're below Houston. (laughs) I don't know what that means anymore down here. And I'm like, fair. (laughs) And then she says, I am so angry. And she not at Carrie necessarily she doesn't like say yeah. with you but she clearly is upset and she like sneaks away Carrie's she can't like, be seen that Char- dress does nothing for Carrie I know she's Char- like who is ugly. that and Carrie goes my role model and it is- like hits in the middle of her boobs and it's just like every part of it is weird just that that would be the dress they'd pick for this event yeah it's really stupid so she eats her little cake she like pops a little piece she's wearing a mouth. corsage which is also weird <laughs> it's so funny and then she's just fondling a tulip in the back of a uh, car and this cute driver she's amazing is it's like, like what was the party for she's like um me i have a book coming out and the woman says you wrote a book and carrie's like well it's just a collection and then she stops herself and she's like yes I yes wrote i wrote a book. a book and um she's like amazing <laughs> and Ka- carrie says please take me home and the woman's like no i can't take you home so carrie lives on 73rd and somewhere on the east side they go to well, i'm assuming is grace, grace papaya which that is my thought also the west side 72nd well maybe the party was oh the party was down maybe they just drove straight up broadway you know i'm just like 
Yeah, odd. Jacuzzi but I love that this so very cute. cutie woman, that this is where they take. she takes her to. And she's like, no, you can't go home on this night. We have to celebrate. And then she takes her to get hot dogs. And then they're at the counter. And the woman, her driver's like, can I, I tell him? him? <laughs> Carrie's like, no. And she's like, she wrote a book. And then the guy gives them their hot dogs for free. And they're like, no, 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 no. And he's like, the 75 cent hot dog, here you go. <laughs> Which also, can we talk about some the inflation in the last 20 years? I know they're cheap, is, I but think they it's are a dollar at Wal- at uh, Grace Papaya. I guess it's true. It's just if you get anything on it, it's more. That makes sense. That makes sense. Grace Papaya is the best fucking thing. Okay, so I had. Um, oh, also just worth noting because I feel like we have to whenever the, a character of color is speaking and is cutie as hell, and it surprised me because it's been a minute. It's yeah. the the driver is a black woman. Um, yeah, there's also a person of color in the next episode. Too, Ooh, who has, like, they're getting depth. crazy. I know, I know, I know. Um, but. At EatsCon, there's these hot dogs in Westchester called Walters, and they're, like, unreal, and they were there. God, I love a hot dog. I fucking love – we started the day with a hot dog. I start every day with a hot dog. Brooke and I just winked at each other <laughs> just for all of your edification. And, and so then as Carrie's getting back in the car with her free hot dog. She finds a jack of hearts. Now, Come I don't on. know if we've mentioned this yet this episode, but Burger's first name is, in fact – jack and not only that but hearts represent symbolize love. love i don't know if um i don't know if you if you caught that earlier because we we slipped it in there real I fast think and subtle i think it's letting us the watcher know that this isn't the end of burger can you imagine if i was like yeah that's all we get of him <laughs> he's my favorite he's just so cute he's right? just a tantalizing <laughs> option she can never have and i'm like that's my that's my that's my thing though and her whole <laughs> what she ends on is maybe there's something to knowing they're out there basically just like she doesn't actually need him to be there right now. But the idea that she could spark with someone and that that person existed was as much. I mean, it's a little more complicated than that. But the idea that he's out there somewhere is just as exciting or, and comforting to her in that moment. Do you think that he's out there meaning burger or he's out there meaning ambiguous? He? Whomever. I mean, probably both. But even Carrie can ignore the deep subtlety of a Jack of Hearts card. <laughs> Especially because he's the what one who pointed them out a, What if her? it had been like a crazy deck of cards that was actually burgers? <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes on a hunt like a Cinderella sh- other shoe, but he's like, I'm missing my jack of hearts from my deck. And She's then, like, this jack of hearts? <laughs> and then they make out and then they twirl around and slowly rise <laughs> into the air <laughs> as the credits roll. That's how the show ends, right? They lady in the tramp with a french fry. I was, there was an amazing... Um, uh, this American Life the other day where they replayed an episode about coincidences and mm-hmm. some of them are are really fun but the craziest one of all this woman um, tells a story of she was working in a store I don't know somewhere and she um, at some point I, I don't remember how they came into her possession but at some point she wrote her name on a dollar she was she'd just gotten out of a bad relationship and she wrote her name on a dollar and was like whoever gets this dollar is going to be the man I end up marrying and she'd gone on like three dates with this guy and he then tells his side of the story where he um went into a store actually on his way to go out on a date with her I think and he got a dollar with her name written on it and he told her the story at dinner and was like how funny is this like look at this dollar and she kind of had a moment and then was like ask me to tell you what that means later because she at the moment at the time didn't want to be like I wrote that on the so was it her first and last name no, it was just her first name. But he just thought it was funny because he was like, I'm dating a girl named Ellen. How funny I got this. Actually, he pulled it out of his wallet. And as he was about to hand it over, he realized it had her name on it. So he kept it, I think. I'm butchering this. I, someone I'm is going to be like, it. it's very cute. But anyway, they forgot about it. And like years later, we're cleaning something out. And he was like, what? 
oh yeah what was this and she told him and he like could not fucking believe it they still had apparently now it's like framed in their house but that actually happened and then they actually got married and she didn't even tell him about any of it i know bonkers bonkers so maybe that could that was jack's jack (laughs) and she has to return it to him and they'll figure out it was his (laughs) Sex in the City 3 is the returgence of burger. The returgence of <laughs> the return burglar. That's all I can think. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Bridget. Yeah, that's it, guys. That's the episode. Who did you resonate with? Oh, my God. Kind of everyone a little bit, mm. I feel like. Um, weirdly, not that this has happened to me, like, at all, but I really get Charlotte having, like, a complicated... I knew you were going to say that. ...relationship with her whatever mother-in-law or just like these people who she's still attached to, even Mm -hmm. though she's not anymore like that. I just relate to deeply um, and trying to navigate the, like the, the way those relationships change. Mm -hmm. Um, I resonated. I don't know. I think this is bad. I resonated with, I think all the things they lied about, if that makes sense. Like I resonated with, um, or I guess just the idea of just like not wanting to tell someone something that's going to change a situation, mm-hmm. holding something close to your chest, even though you're like, I'm going to have to do it soon. Uh-huh. Miranda and the baby, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And Bridget, do you have a baby? <laughs> this is Bridget just made such a, a cute little face. <laughs> this at me. is a moment I've been waiting for for a long time. <laughs> I'm so glad we're recording for this. <laughs> Everyone, I would like to um, announce the birth of my child. It's been three years ago, so I've been hiding not just a, oh, you a had baby, baby in but a toddler. Ireland. There's more to the story. <laughs> I just got worried there was something real that I didn't know. I know. <laughs> Not I just that thought, you had a baby. No, I know. I just thought maybe I could I could pull a fast one on you. And you did. I did. She really gasped there. Um, but, and I resonate with Carrie feeling lonely. Yes, yeah, same. And that moment of like acknowledging and accepting that that's what that feeling is and that it's very deep. I used to kind of feel like it's easy to be like loneliness is being empty and it's like actually not that at all it's a feeling that can like fill you up and choke you out kind of yeah also though there's this really good song that I like that I listen to that um mm-hmm. I feel like is it's she's Speaking like to you. it's about like I'm not lonely I'm just alone yeah there's a big difference there's between a big those difference things. between that yeah and learning how to be alone and it's not to say that Carrie like doesn't like to be alone or hasn't no, or, you I know, think... and she went out to lunch by herself and it wasn't about her being like alone at lunch. Yeah. Well, she had a trouble going doing that in the early seasons of the mm-hmm. of the show. And now she does it. And now it's just like a part of who she is and what she does. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I. Um, yeah, I think that's just those little bits you know it's just like i think that's why the show feels better is that it's like deeper and more nuanced and more relatable it's in less those like ways. blanket like we're gonna try to get everybody yeah under this is like, this thing good or bad yeah and then yeah can we have sex with models <laughs> god think how far we have come um yeah what about you i just took all of them so carrie yeah yeah <laughs> all of it yeah all of it all the of whole it. thing the whole bit of it also even burger's whole thing of being like like you know why he didn't tell her yeah and it's because there was a spark there and yeah. because he felt it too. Yeah. Um, I really don't think Berger did anything wrong. I don't think Berger I think he, did the minute he had an opportunity, he told her. The minute it was, you know, she, she yeah, said. Oh no, Berger's on a bad guy. And he still went. No, I know. I just mean her friends are ready to defend her, of course. But I, and she's very calm headed about it. But I just, I think he I handled think that Carrie, the best anyone could in I that think, situation. I think Carrie could have spiraled out of control and been crazy. 
like we could there's like a different version of this like i think a season two carrie would have like maybe like it would have been about that but it's not so i feel or i feel like the storyline in season two would have been different in that yes carrie would have been more volatile and she would have like Tried she to do something about she it. She wouldn't have found out about Burger on the first time. They would have hung out like twice and then she would have found out and then she would have actually had a spiral about it, yeah. you know? Because I think it would be, I think for most people, crazy to spiral after, you know, yeah. a yeah. nice hour with someone and then being like, God damn it, you yeah. other person. It sucks. It sucks. But um, I definitely, I can see in like slightly altered circumstances, the ridiculous storyline this would be instead. I'm glad. I'm glad that it happened like this. And that's the self-contemplation we see Carrie too, too, where she's like, ooh, this isn't a good side of me. And then when she says to Charlotte, I have to let him go, right? I just like, she's getting to the really hard stuff early and addressing it. You I'm know, proud of her. I am too. Um, Plopability? I think almost all of this could 100% go. I think a chemical peel would probably be different. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Cass had one. Um, Cassandra had one and I just, she was healing for days and days. Well, yeah, I think that's still how that works. I think in general, the technology for all of that is different. And I think like maybe it would have been a different, I think it It could still be the same. I also think like today it would be less like imperative that they all had dates. Like I think especially if since Carrie doesn't have a date, like the three of them would have all been her date. Yes. Like that's how I would have done it. I also think the. I don't know. They do a pretty good job of addressing it, honestly. But I do think the whole plastic surgery or not, it's not plastic surgery, the um, Botox, chemical, cosmetic, whatever that she's doing would just be maybe addressed in a different way or like would be or Samantha would have some different feelings about it. A lot of people get Botox now to like help with migraines. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. It, like tightens. Well, yeah, people do different things for all different reasons now. And there yeah. are so many like little tiny things you can do. And like I'm certain there are people I know who've had some kind of work done that I don't even realize. Yeah. And a lot of it is subtle and beautiful. And it is not something to like judge someone for. I yeah. just think it would potentially be addressed differently 20 years later. Yeah. Or that the story would be approached differently. Yeah. Totally. Also, as much as we love Samantha, this is a nothing plot for her. She gets to be her publicist, but, like, it's just another Samantha throwaway. We're getting there. We're getting there. Soon. I promise. Yeah. Um, Ploppable baby. Ploppable baby. Is that... Do we have anything else we want to tell the people? Ploppa baby. Um, People. People. I want to tell you that um, I love you. I love you. And I want to tell you where I can find Brooke on social media. Well, if you wanted. You can find me on Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman having just a stream of consciousness about things that are happening. And um, you can find me on Instagram. Very smiley right now. The um, cutiest. At Brooke Wiseman, no underscore. And if you put an underscore, I will... Make so you can never watch Sex and the City again. Whoa. (laughs) Bridget, social media, ma'am, excuse me. uh, Hello. Um, How could I find you on social media, ma'am? So you're going to take a left at Twitter and you're going to look for uh, Mrs. Burt Macklin Road. And then you're just going to walk down that never ending path of bullshit and snark. And uh, then on Instagram, you'll find uh, the plaza there, Instagram plaza. And you'll just look for uh, Bridget M37. Bridget, you're so smart and clever. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Did I say Mrs. Burt Macklin? Mm-hmm. Or did I say Bridget M? Okay, good. You know. I mean, whatever. You, you've listened to us do this. Collectively, we are at Splat Podcast at on Twitter. Twitter. Instagram. Gmail.com. We need to update our website. Honestly, if people have been listening to us this long and aren't following us on social media, it's for a reason. We should stop harping on them. 
can you imagine anyone would betray us like that? What if this is a new person that, that is listening for the first time? Hi, new person. We Hi. love you. Welcome. Welcome. So happy your friend fill in the blank how sent did, you here. How did you get here? Have you rated and reviewed and subscribed to us yet? You should do that. All of you should do that. So exciting. We know you're listening or not. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, we know already. <laughs> um. Anyway, this has been a fun little guilt trip yeah. for all y'all out there. We, we love, love you, you so much. Happy fall. It's gorgeous. Oh, out. just really quick. I've had two conversations this week where people have been like, so you're like a Disney family? And I was like, no, I'm not. Like it happened today and I, I was on quizzed Friday. at Hannah Dunn's birthday party or <laughs> housewarming party last night about it and about the dynamics and um, about my family. Not like your family dynamics, just like how the weekend ha- like happened and like what it was. Oh. And then they wanted to know that like I was I just had to explain were the Wiseman like, said Disney, you know. Like, or like, as Brooke a Disney girl? And you were like, I don't think I'm... No, they I'm, did ask if you got, if you were a Disney family. And I was like, they have annual passes and have gone for years. And like, we have had annual passes for like a long time. But yeah. I think there's a difference when you live in Florida. No, totally. I think that like... And I maintain too, I said this last night again, I stand firmly by the fact that the parks are a different thing than like Disney. Yeah. And I get the park thing now. I mean, what's not to love? But also, I really would not go any other way because if I had to stand in line for rides and shit, I would not like the experience. You got to go with me, baby. That's right. Get the hookups. My anxiety, baby. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. I'm at the nail salon. I'm at the grocery store. I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Wait, she's at the nail salon. And the grocery store? I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Groceries through Instacart, delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. 